Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. So excited that you're here with us today. This is a daily Duke Athletics podcast where we discuss everything going on in the world of Duke sports. On today's show, we bring back a good friend of the program. Chris Edwards is the radio play-by-play voice for Duke women's basketball and Duke baseball. He's done a lot of soccer games for the ACC Network Extra and other content this fall that we're going to discuss, a little Duke football talk. Who knows what we're going to get into with Chris Edwards as we're excited to have him back on the program. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Rock Auto. Go check out rockauto.com for all the great deals. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. It's going to be a great show. Make sure you stick right here and listen. We start our conversation with Chris Edwards right after this. Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything that you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On Blue Devils in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Welcome back into the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. JJ Jackson here on the program and excited to bring back in someone who might have the overall lead in guest appearances on Lockdown Blue Devils. It's our good friend Chris Edwards from the Blue Devil Network, kind enough to join us. Welcome back, Chris. Man, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel every time you call me, JJ. You can do a whole lot better than me, I tell you that, but it's always good to be with you. Hey, we've got a lot to discuss as uh, the fall is here, academic calendar has started, and that means college athletics are very much back in the picture as well. We've got a lot of things that I want to get into, but I actually want to start with soccer. This is our Thursday edition of the podcast. You'll be on the call a little bit later tonight for Duke women's soccer as they take on East Carolina. What a start this team has gotten off to this year, Chris. Talk us about that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the best start under Robbie Church ever, and that's going back a ways. There have been some really good starts. Yeah, under Robbie Church. I talked with Robbie uh, yesterday uh, in our pre-match call and found out this will be, if Duke wins the match tonight against East Carolina, will be the first time Duke has gone through non-conference play undefeated it's just been a remarkable start. It's not like you know Duke is playing all these cupcakes on their schedule. It has been a grueling non-conference schedule. You look at the likes of Arkansas and Washington and Vanderbilt on the road, and then oh by the way, a week ago they beat a top ten Stanford team two to one at home. This is a Duke team that I think when you talk to people around college soccer that know college soccer, this is a team that early signs and there's a long way to go. There's a lot of soccer to be played. But you have to like the chances of this club, if they stay healthy, of getting to the College Cup. And 
no reason to think it with, with some of the, the weapons that Duke has. It's an older team, but it's a, it's a nice blend, I think, for Robbie Church and his staff of an older group with a lot of players that came back from that team that went to the quarterfinals last year and lost in penalty kicks to Florida State with some of the new players that have stepped up. And, and I think the first person that comes to mind when you talk about Duke soccer and being prolific in terms of helping their team and scoring goals, it's that rookie Michelle Cooper. I think she's got, what, five goals and an assist. Right. Uh, first, play, first player in Duke history to have uh, five goals in her first five starts. It's just been a remarkable beginning to her career. Robbie Church talked about how he knew she was going to be good and going to be special. But I think even Robbie's a little bit surprised at how quickly she's developed and how she's adjusted to the college game. I mean, you know from covered athletics and college athletics, for, for some of those true freshmen, it's really hard sometimes to catch with the speed of the game. And Michelle Cooper has shown no signs of the game being too fast for her. You couple that with the fact that Mackenzie Pluck is having a really good senior year. has been a great one-two punch for the Blue Devils. And then it's been a lot of other pieces that have stepped in and played really well for Duke. You think about Caitlin Cosme, who had the game-winning goal off that free kick against Stanford last week, able to drive one in just outside of the 18-yard box. She's come up with some really big goals for the Blue Devils. It, It seems like it's somebody different every single night. But the consistent piece is that Michelle Cooper has got to score goals. Yeah, I mean, this Duke team has outscored opponents 15-3 to in all of their contests so far. That's a pretty healthy margin that you feel confident about. I was going to start with other players in the roster, but I, I love bringing up Cooper right here. So let's talk about it a little bit more, Chris. As you said, uh, Coach Robbie Church had some nice things to say about her and uh, kind of expectations for her going into the year. And you and I certainly are no college soccer coach, don't even claim to be anything close to it. But I would like to think that in your year, years calling games and watching the sport and that sort of thing you can start to sense when players are are sort of better than you're traditionally seeing was there something in particular about Michelle Cooper or was it simply hey when the game started being played her shots found the back of the net and I was like okay this girl's good yeah like I'm not going to pretend to be a soccer aficionado because I'm not but I know a good player good athlete when you see it and it's just a different level from Michelle Cooper it's just a different speed you can, you can just see the way that she works. And it's not just the fact that she works offensively and she's got all these goals. I mean, she's out there on the defensive end. She's taking possession away from the other team. She's sliding. She's <laughs> looking for teammates. I mean, she's doing it all. She's not just a, for lack of a better phrase, a one-trick pony, right? She, she is a full-rounded player. It's like in baseball. You're a five-tool player. She's a five-tool player that does everything for this Duke women's soccer team offensively, defensively. She's in the mix. And look, we all know that, that this is how athletics and how things evolve. She caught a lot of people by surprise. There's now more film available on her. There's more film available on Duke and the rest of the country now because you've played four, five, six matches already. Conference play is going to begin. So now teams are going to adjust to Michelle Cooper. So now the question is, how do you adjust to the adjustments? I have no doubt that Robbie Church and Michelle Cooper will do all that. But it's going to be an interesting cat-and-mouse game for Duke over the next couple of weeks to see how some of those ACC teams adjust to the Blue Devils and Michelle Cooper. And, look, you look at Duke's upcoming schedule after the East Carolina match tonight, it doesn't get any easier. You open up ACC play with North Carolina, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Kind of going to go through the ringer here pretty early, and we'll learn a lot about Duke. As if we don't know enough, we'll learn a lot about Duke over the next two and a half weeks. Currently a top-five team in the country. Good start for Robbie Church's bunch. Duke women's soccer taking on East Carolina. Tonight, ACC Network Extra, our guest Chris Edwards, has the play-by-play coverage. A little bit more on this team. We talked about that Mm -hmm. goal-scoring margin uh, that the Blue Devils have had against opponents. What about the goalkeeper, Ruthie Jones? Tell me about her season so far and kind of what stands out about her play. 
Yeah, I think if you talk to Robbie Church, I always knew that Ruthie was, was really good, and she's really matured uh, over the last year or so. Not to say she was ever bad, but you can just see how she has stepped up her game from this time last year in the NCAA tournament. And I think for everybody, you have a chance to get more of a normal preseason this year. I know Duke played some matches in the fall last year, then played again in the spring, but I think you get more of a preseason, you get more of a structured, we're heading into a more of a normal fall season. And I think that's really helped Ruthie Jones. What's also helped is that Duke's played really good defense behind her. We talk about players like Caitlin Cosme and Tess Bodie, who's been really good defensively for Duke. I mean, it's just a really good back line for the Blue Devils. There's not been a lot of, at least in the matches that I've called, there's not been a lot of chances for other teams to get shots (laughs) on Ruthie Jones. And when there are, I mean, outside of the goal that Stanford scored last Thursday, which there was nothing Ruthie Jones could have done about that, that's just one of those, like, they're just going to drive it to the back of the net. And I don't care if you're Hope Solo back there. It's going to go in, right? Um, So other than that, I mean, she's not faced a ton of really challenging shots. And I'll be interested to see how East Carolina plays against Duke tonight, what style they want to go with. Do they try to pack it in and make Duke beat them over the top? Do they try to attack the Blue Devils? It'll be interesting to see. Uh, But Duke has really been comfortable, it seems to me, J.J., playing in whatever style of game presents itself. Uh, You know I do the baseball games, too, and that's one of the things that uh, Chris Pollard, the head baseball coach, talks a lot about is being comfortable in whatever game type of game presents itself. And I think Robbie Church's bunch has done that. They've been comfortable in whatever kind of game that the opposition wants them to play. Duke's going to play their game and going to do what they do to try to score goals and beat their opponent. Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Sweat Block. Hey, guys, so there are a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. One of them is excessive sweating. You know when you were sweating through your shirts for no reason? It's embarrassing, right? Some of you may know that I personally have dealt with this. When I speak in public, I can't help but sweat through my shirt. Now listen, I know this isn't life and death, and there are much worse problems in the world, but let's be honest. In the moment, it feels like a big deal. Nobody likes to pit out during an important speech, interview, or first date, God forbid. I'd much rather not worry about it, and that's why I use Sweatblock Antiperspirant Wipe. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirant. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed. The next morning, you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat. Guaranteed. I know this will sound too good to be true, but I literally only have to use Sweatblock once or twice a week, and it keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out. No more picking my shirts based on which one will hide sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at betonline.ag. It is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the latest odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's brand new. That is brand new from our friends over at BetOnline. If you use promo code LOCKEDON and sign up today, you receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day Super Promo and make a bet on Thursday, September 9th's season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all these great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use promo code Locked On. Blue Devils undefeated so far in 2021. We're hoping that continues tonight against uh, East Carolina. As Chris Edwards is our guest here on the program, talking about women's athletics for Duke University, also women's basketball with some headlines a little bit earlier in the week as they were able to finalize their non-conference schedule and what competition will look like for Kira Lawson as she gets set for another season leading the Duke Blue Devils. What stood out to you about the schedule, Chris? Yeah, I think there's some interesting matchups, JJ. I think it's a good blend of being able to get into your schedule a little bit, but also being tested. Uh, the two of the games that really jumped out to me, or three games really, you get a chance to face Iowa in a, in a primetime game. I think that's a 9 o'clock tip-off on ESPN for that ACC Big Ten Challenge. Iowa team that's always really, really good. I think right. that's going to be a good test. We know how good South Carolina is, but have a chance to get the Gamecocks coming up to Cameron to face them uh, in the non-conference. Another good litmus test for the Blue Devils. Really intrigued by that uh, matchup against Alabama down in TCU. Alabama was a NCAA tournament team a year ago. They went to the second round, beat North Carolina in the first round. So I think we're going to learn a lot about this Duke team through the non-conference schedule. I think there are some other intriguing mid-major matchups on there. You see the Blue Devils taking on Dayton, UNCW. It's a regional field there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, Duke taking on Charleston Southern toward the end of the non-conference. Just really excited about this club. and I mean, Troy's on the schedule, too. I'm just kind of thinking through it as I go back in my head. The Troy team that Duke played a couple years ago, a similar style to, to what the Blue Devils want to do in terms of getting up and down the court. Right. I think that'll be a lot of fun. I think it's a really complete schedule for Kara Lawson and her staff. Excited about seeing this group. I think, as we've talked about before, this group's got a chance to be pretty good. Uh, a lot of transfers in for the Blue Devils. A lot of players that, that are going to step in and make immediate impact. So this will be a good test the ACC schedule, especially with teams like South Carolina, Iowa, and Alabama on the schedule. A lot of newcomers for the Duke women's basketball team as, as we get ready for this upcoming season. As you sort of, I know this is early, as uh, we're in the heart of several other sports, but we love to project about basketball uh, there in Durham. As you sort of project for this women's basketball team, does it appear that there may be one or two players that are going to be ahead of the bunch this year and really the headline guys for uh, uh, Duke basketball this year? Or is it going to take a couple of games to sort of sort those things out with the, all the new, newcomers in mind? I think it's going to take a couple of games. I, I don't think you go into it and you say, okay, right now it's going to be Jordan Oliver or it's going to be this person or, right. or that person. It's, it's going to be Mila Goodchild or, or whoever, Vanessa DeJesus. I mean, there, there are some returners. You know, Jade Williams, Anamayak and Body James. There are some of the returners that played for the Blue Devils the last couple of years. But with some of these and, and newcomers, I mean, Elizabeth Balagon, who's got some ACC ties, and Amani Walker, who played well at, at Wisconsin, there, there's going to be, I think, a, a period of, of growth in jail. And, and look, Duke's going to practice. They're going through some individual stuff, I assume, now. And they'll, they'll get into full-team practice coming up uh, next month when we get into October. But I, I think that it's going to take a little while to, for everyone to establish their roles. And, and, look, no plan goes perfect, right? I mean, how often do you, do you have a perfect plan You're the exact way you, you project it to be? I think it's going to be a little ebb and flow, at least to start the non-conference. Duke's had a chance to ease into the schedule before they get to some of those more meatier non-conference games. But I, I, as we look at this roster right now, I think it's a complete team. I think it's a balanced roster. Uh, but I don't think there's anybody right now that stands out that you say, okay, we've got a key on that one player because I think it could be any given person on any given night that could beat their opponent. 
Chris Edwards is the radio play-by-play voice for Duke women's basketball. What number season is this going to be for you? Uh, five or six. I kind of lost count. How excited I are think, you? I, yeah, really excited. I was going to say to have. Uh, I was going to say to have fans back in there, but I cut you off. No, that's my fault for cutting you off. No, I mean, JJ, I, I am so excited. Uh, you know as good as I do, Cameron is a special place. It's a electric building, and there is nothing like the energy uh, of a crowd in Cameron, especially when you get a big marquee matchup. It's going to be so great to see all the blue and white in the stands uh, this year to hopefully have 9,314 fans packing Cameron Indoor Stadium every night and giving a great home crowd to the Blue Devils. That's, I think, the one thing that I missed most last year about covering games. Right. And, and, look, we were, all, we were all thankful to have the games, especially as the spring went on, and now we're in more of a sense of normal with fans back in the buildings at Coskin or in Cameron for volleyball. And what an electric atmosphere they had a couple weeks ago uh, in their first tournament of the year. But I really think that, that this is going to make a huge difference, and it's going to be so heartwarming to, to have fans back in the building. And I know <laughs> that the season ticket holders and the fans have been clamoring to be in Cameron to see this group. There's been a lot of excitement around what, Kara and her staff have built, and, and and rightfully so. I'm really excited for the fans to get a taste of this new era of Duke women's basketball. No doubt about that. With that in mind, we're talking about fans coming back into the sport, and we're wrapping up here today with Chris Edwards, who's always a, a good friend and kind with his time. Duke football has their first home game of the season. They're at Wallace Wade Stadium. A lot of folks back on campus this upcoming weekend. What do you expect that atmosphere to be like? Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I mean, playing North Carolina A&T, and you think of, uh, programs like North Carolina A and T and how good the football team has been the last several years, no doubt. But how electric, how electric that band is too. So I'm excited <laughs> about hearing the A and T marching band. They always put on a great show. I'm excited about seeing a really good matchup. I think this is a great chance for the Blue Devils to to bounce back after a tough one last week. No doubt at all that David Cutcliffe and his staff are going to get things going in the right direction. Uh, but it's just going to be fun to see the Blue Devils back at home in front of fans. And uh, hopefully, there's a lot of patrons in Wallace Wade and we can bring some noise and get the Blue Devils a win on Friday night. We know you've got very many other broadcast opportunities throughout the football season that takes you away from watching every single second of every single Duke football game. But with that in mind, Chris, I know you've gone back and watched highlights, certainly uh, looked through box scores and that sort of thing. I'm curious your take on, on Holmberg's debut as the guy for Duke as that was the big football conversation going into the year. Yeah, I thought he managed it well. I mean, look, it's, it's the first game of the season, so I think there's a, a lot of – things that you're like, you're still questions about, right? And they say that the biggest improvement for a football team is from week one to week two. So I think it's too early to, to pass total judgment on good, bad, and different with, with Gunner. I think it was a really solid debut, but I think we'll learn more about Holmberg as we get through week two and then week three, week four. Look, there, there are some tough non-conference games, North Carolina A&T, Northwestern, Kansas. I mean, it's going to get tougher for the Blue Devils. And then you get into ACC play. I thought Gunner acquitted himself very well last week. Uh, sure, there's probably some throws and some things he wants to have back. That's every quarterback. But I think as you get more into it, he's going to be fine once we get down the road. Chris, we're so grateful for the time that you spend with us here on the program and uh, again, cherish this friendship that we've developed and that sort of thing. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for chatting with me today. Always, J.J. Looking forward to chatting again next time. That is Chris Edwards, the Duke Baseball and Women's Basketball Radio play-by-play voice, joining us here on Locked on Blue Devils.
Thanks again to Chris Edwards for joining us on the podcast today. The Duke baseball and women's basketball play-by-play voice also does Duke women's soccer for the ACC Network Extra. Tonight, a big game for the Blue Devils versus East Carolina. We're hoping they can pick up a win and improve to 6-0 for the first time ever in non-conference play. That's absolutely outstanding. Great stuff there from Chris as he was talking about the play of freshman Michelle Cooper, Ruthie Jones, and Nett, and several other Key contributors to the Stuke soccer team. A big reason why they've been able to get off to this 5-0 undefeated start. Can't wait for women's basketball season to get here. A lot of tough opponents on that schedule for our Duke Blue Devils. We'll continue to talk about that as we get ready for basketball season here on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Again, my name is JJ Jackson. If you haven't followed me already, I would appreciate if you did that. At underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Any questions that you have about about Duke Athletics, feel free to DM us or send us a tweet, send us an email, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. I love answering your questions in our Mailbag Monday edition of the program that we do every few weeks. Without further ado, that's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.